are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, here in the second chapter of Genesis, when God said in verse 7, or the scripture says, God formed man out of the dust of the ground, that tells us he made man out of the dust of the ground. Something already existed. The real creation is the spirit man. See, we're talking about who in the world are you? According to the scripture, according to what Genesis says and the things that the apostle Paul says, and other scriptures of the Bible, man was created to be God, our ruler, over this planet Earth. Now, he was subordinate to God. Now, come with me back over to Hebrews, the second chapter, and let's pick up again in some of the foundation scripture. Verse 7 in Hebrews 2, he says, Thou madest him a little lower than angels, or a little lower than Elohim, actually, is what the scripture tells us. Now, let's follow this out. Let's go from there to Psalms, the eighth chapter. And let's read what the psalmist David said. Let's start with verse 3. Psalms 8, verse 3. When I consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon, the stars that thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visiteth him? For thou hast made him a little lower than angels, and thou hast crowned him with glory and honor. Now the word angel here in verse 5, in the Hebrew... It's Elohim. It does not mean angel at all. It is plural for God. So it actually says, Thou madest him a little lower than gods. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. All sheep, all oxen. He goes on to tell you all the things that he's put under him. Now he's talking about man. And he's talking about the Son of Man. See, back up to verse 4. What is man that thou art mindful of him and the Son of Man? So he's classifying man right along with the Son of Man, which refers to Jesus. For Jesus was first of all a man. Now, he was the Son of God, certainly. But he lived on this planet as a man. Then God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and healing power, and he began to destroy the works of the devil. From this we can understand then that there's more to this than being created or made lower than angels. We were made a little lower than Elohim. In fact, the literal translation of that says for a little time lower than Elohim. Now somebody said, well now, Brother Caps, I, I just don't know about that. Uh, was there anybody else in the world that believed it that way? Well, there was one certain rabbi that did. Go with me to John, the 10th chapter. His name is Rabbi Jesus, <laughs> and he believed it this way. But you see, because of religious ideas, we've lost some things that the Scripture tells us. And people have been confused, and we've raised a generation that because of television and a lot of the other things that they've seen and heard in some of our liberal teachers in college have got them so confused. They don't know who they are. That's why I'm teaching on who in the world are you. If you find out who you are, brother, I'm telling you, the devil's had it. And he's in trouble. But if you don't know who you are, nor where you're going, or what God intended for you to do, then you, you've got problems. 
But now listen to what Jesus said here in the 10th chapter of John, verse 30. Now, he said, I and my father are one. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. And he answered them and said, Many works, good works, have I showed you from my father. For which of those works do you stone me? Well, they said, we're not going to stone you for the good works. We're going to stone you because you, being a man, have made yourself God. I see there's people that'll get offended when you start talking about we were created to be God over the earth. They think that you're saying that you are God. But now listen to, listen to what Jesus said here. Verse 34. Jesus answered them, said, Is it not written in your law, I said, Ye are gods? If he called them gods, unto whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, say ye of him whom the Father has sanctified and sent into the world, thou blasphemest, because I said, I am the Son of God? So he just brought it out right plain to them. And he said, Well... <laughs> you, you're going to stone me because I said I'm the son of God or equal with God. And he said, uh, it, it says in your law, in the scriptures, I said ye are gods. Well, what's he referring to there? He's referring to an Old Testament scripture. Turn with me to Psalms 82. He's quoting from Psalms 82. Now, see, these things have been here all these years, but because... Uh, for fear of being crucified, so to speak, for translating them into the New Testament, the way that it actually said it, they kind of rearranged it to kind of get themselves out of a problem because if they translate it where it says there are many gods, why well, they thought they might be lynched. But now listen to what it says here in Psalms 82. Begin with verse 1. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. Now, what gods is he referring to here? In fact, if you'll uh, check into this in the Hebrew, it says, God, or Elohim, or standeth in the congregation of the, instead of mighty, the word there is Elohim. So to get a, a, a true perspective of what this verse says, it actually says, God, or Elohim, standeth in the congregation of the Elohim, and he judgeth among the Elohim. Now, for fear of getting in trouble for putting too many gods in that scripture, they, they kind of rearranged it and said, he, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty, and he judgeth among the gods. Somebody said, well, now, I can understand that because, see, what he's referring to here is he's referring to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's the gods he's referring to. Well, now, that sounds pretty good until you read verse 2. And it says, how long will you judge unjustly and accept the person of the wicked? So now, which one are you accusing of judging unjustly, the Father, the Son, or the Holy Ghost? <laughs> well, we can tell right off that that's not going to work. So it's followed on down. He said, defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. Now see, after Adam committed high treason, turned the earth lease over to Satan, all of the foundations of the earth are out of course. Things have been perverted. Nature's been perverted. Storms and all of the things that brings floods, that's a perversion of nature. It is not a blessing of Almighty God. 
You know, you read it in newspaper, and when a tornado comes through town, they'll say, God visited their town last night. No, the devil visited the town last night. It's a perversion of nature. It is not a blessing of God. The Bible says that he is a giver of all good gifts. There is no variableness, neither a shadow of turning with the Father. In other words, he will never turn from that which is good and perfect. Now notice here, when he gets down, he says, all the earth is out of course. Foundation of the earth is out of course. Verse 6 says, I have said ye are gods, and all of you the children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and ye shall fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Now what we see here is God trying to share with the people that he created us and put us on this planet not to just be pilgrims and strangers in this land, but to be God over this planet. God fully intended that mankind rule this planet and make it righteous. In fact, God's intention for this planet was that this planet Earth be a duplication of the planet Heaven. He fully intended for it to be like Heaven because... He wanted to reduplicate heaven itself. Now somebody said, well, well, what makes you believe that? Well, what makes me believe that is what the scripture says, where Jesus said in the sixth chapter of Matthew, said, pray that the will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, if it wasn't God's will for it to be on earth, the same as it is in heaven, why would he tell his disciples to pray that way? See, that is the will of God, that it be on this planet, the same as it is in heaven. Now, if that's not enough, you go to Revelation chapter 20, and you'll find that God is going to move His throne. In all the eons of time, God's never moved. He never moved His throne. But John said, I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, come down to God out of heaven, and I heard a voice from heaven saying, The tabernacle of God is with men, and I'll dwell among them, be their God, and they'll be my people. You realize what he's saying? He said, we're going to move heaven to earth. <laughs> now, God intended for it to be that way. It's God's intention for it to be that way now. But it's not that way now. But it will end up that way. Amen. Now, that's good news, isn't it? To know that God fully intends for this planet Earth to be a duplication of heaven itself. And not only intention for it to be that way, we read the back of the book and it turns out that way. Now, it's the new heaven. It's the new Earth. The new heaven and the new earth. So God's going to renovate the earth and bring heaven to earth. Thank God for the word of God. So you see, we can understand it is the will of God that it be on earth as it is in heaven. I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, we've been talking about who in the world are you. I hope you've been blessed by that. Our offer this week is offer number 7513. It's two CDs plus the book, God's Image of You. Some of you travel, and I know you don't have time to read much. So you can put these in, and it makes the traveling go much quicker. For $22 for the package plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. This is a 77-page paperback book, God's Image of You, plus two CDs. Now, in this series, we talk about the fact that God has created man in His image. He breathed into man the spirit of life. That was the spirit of God. And He told man to have dominion over this planet. 
Now, we know in the Scriptures that John the Revelator, John the Apostle, said, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, for greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Well, sometimes we forget that the greater one dwells in us. Sometimes we forget what the Word said about us. And then we get over here in the fourth chapter of 1 John. It says, Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, our faith. Now, see, it says even our faith, but even is added by the translator. Our faith is capable of overcoming the world. Well, where do we get this faith? From the Word of God. Paul said, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. I'm telling you, God's Word is still God over every situation. You remember it said, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Well, God's Word is still God over every situation today. If you get that Word on the inside of you, it creates faith in you. And Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will and shall be done. Offer number 7513, God's Image of You. It's a 77-page paperback plus two CDs where you can listen to it on the road while you're in the car for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.